KBCS Music and Ideas. This is Yuko Kodama. 75 years ago today, on August 6, 1945, the United States dropped an atomic bomb on Hiroshima, Japan, resulting in estimates that range from 140,000 to over 200,000 deaths. This was the first of two of the only nuclear weapons used on civilians in the world's history. Shirley Shimada's family is from a fishing village outside of Hiroshima. I interviewed her in August of 2018 as she shared her family's stories about how bewildered the Japanese people were with this new munition. Shimada recounts what her uncle, a train master near Hiroshima, told her about sending his crew to help the victims. Shimada is the chair of the planning committee for the event From Hiroshima to Hope, a gathering commemorating the bombing of Hiroshima. I spoke with Shimada at Seattle's Green Lake Park, the story originally broadcast in 2018. After the bomb was dropped, and as a, as a responsible train master, he sent a crew in a train up over the hill to Hiroshima to help the victims there. But they came back right away. And when he asked, what, what are you doing back here? They told him that the tracks were melted at the top of the hill that they were climbing, so they couldn't take the train over. So they had come back, and he said, well, then you better load these and pull them over the hill then, and take all the, as much as you can to help them. So they did, and he said, I never saw them again, he said. And he was crying because he remembered. He said, I sent them to their death. But he said, I didn't know. I didn't know. The reason that they had died going to help, could you explain oh, that? I think it was because of the radiation. They had gone probably that day, not too too long after the bomb was dropped. So the bomb was dropped at 8 o'clock in the morning, which means there's still quite a bit of radiation and there was a lot of burning, right? The fires were burning. So between the wind and the fire and the radiation, I, lots of people died, especially if they were exposed right away. He said it was only after that that the American planes started to drop information sheets. Information sheets saying? It's a special bomb, and it has different qualities do not go into Hiroshima now, which people did anyhow. People were there, according to some records, people were there helping right away. Even after they received these little pamphlets that were dropped from the air, and they read it, he said it was hard to understand exactly what we were dealing with. You know, we were used to using munitions and, and helping people with their wounds and so forth, but to be told that a whole city has been burned and, and, and that you can't go in there, you can't drink the water, it didn't, it, I didn't understand that. Because it was the first time that this type of weaponry yeah. was mm -hmm. used. That's correct. My grandmother was nephew spent weeks hauling bodies to an incineration spot because what they were afraid of was disease, the spread of disease. And it was August, it's hot and humid there. So they wanted to get those bodies burned as quickly as possible to prevent disease. And his memory of Hiroshima at that time was the smell of burning bodies. I don't think he went very often into Hiroshima after that. For the past 35 years, growing numbers of participants have gathered each year on August 6th at Seattle's Green Lake Park to commemorate the bombing of Hiroshima.
People who gather have floated lanterns with messages of peace or to their lost loved ones. This year, due to the pandemic, Hiroshima to Hope asks that people light a lantern in commemoration of the bombing of Hiroshima to set in their window. More information on this is available at fromhiroshimatohope.org. KBCS Community Radio, this is Yuko Kodama.